Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Tuesday and welcome to the Early Edge presented by BetMGM. I'm Grace Remington, ready to start your day off right with some winners. But before we get started, you already know what to do. Please like this video and subscribe to the Sportsline YouTube channel. Before we before we get we get into this, let's take a look at the recap from our Monday night picks. A two and four day Sia and Larry with the winners in the Monday night football game. Uh, But we're ready to get back on track, guys. So let's bring in the experts now. Mikey B, Prop Stars, and Zach Simony. Welcome, guys. We're going to start off with a little fade or follow, though, with a couple marquee matchups in college hoops. So, Zach, you're going to join me for this one. We got a top 25 matchup between UVA (laughs) and Memphis. Um, Close game expected here, Zach, but two completely opposite styles of play lowest total of the season for a Memphis game Tigers are seven and three to the over but most of those totals are in the high 40s high 50 uh, 140s 150s they're still going over that um betting splits imply that big money is on UVA here moving the line from three to two and a half so Zach are you fading or following the favorite Memphis here I'm going to fade and take Virginia. This is a strong lean for me here. Uh, I think you look at Tony Bennett in Virginia. They can win this game by playing a slow-paced type of game. This game could be in the 50s. They could also get. They could also score points as well. That's what I like here. They're a veteran team led by the graphic there, Reese Beekman, and that's where they can get a gain in this game against a Memphis Tigers team that has a lot of transfers. I know Virginia's coming off almost losing to Northeastern as 15.5-point favorites, but you can't overreact with a Tony Bennett coach team. This is their first true road game. I think they'll be ready here. And maybe they just cover sneaking under this number. Even if it's a loss, I think they cover the 3.5. Yeah, I, I misspoke. Last night, the line did move to 2.5 at one point. It's back up to 3.5 now, which actually makes me like this better because I'm on UVA's side as well. As we all know, UVA is a high-volume three-point shooting team. This plays perfectly into the way Memphis defends. They give up a ton of looks from three, more than almost anybody in the country. Now, UVA coming off its worst shooting performance of the season against Wisconsin. They only shot 14% from downtown, but we can expect them to regress back to their season average of above 37%. There's also been more transition opportunities for the Hoos because they're so good at generating those live ball turnovers, actually ranking 10th nationally. Uh, and then Memphis is in this grueling stretch of playing six straight teams that rate in Ken Palm's top 100. So I guess I'm kind of uh, fading their 
endurance there. You know, <laughs> it's been a tough stretch for them. Um, and UVA, they gotta they gotta rack up these uh, these ranked road wins. So uh, we both like the dog there. Conference play now beginning in the Big East between Marquette and Providence. Both teams are nine and two here with the Friars undefeated, eight and zero at home now. Public action immediately moved the line the Golden's the Golden Eagles way last night to minus four and a half. Sharp action uh, dropped the total a point. Looks like it's back up to the open though of one forty five and a half. But Zach, are you fading or following Marquette here? This is where I didn't want to look at the side. I think you have to look at the total of Big East Conference. I love what they do, starting conference play early. I think both teams will be ready from that uh, point of things. And then just looking back at last year, Marquette and Providence, two of the higher scoring games in conference. One of the games, 103 to 98. The other game, 83 to 75. So you kind of have that history. It should be a high scoring game uh, from both sides. Uh, so I'll, t- I'll take the over on 145 and a half. Okay, Zach, I should have known that you were going to make a play on the total because that's exactly where I'm going to. I feel like when we're on Sportsline together on HQ, we always end up on the same side. Um, However, I'm a little nervous to take the full game total because I do expect it to be the close, a close game. So obviously there's always a chance of overtime or all those, you know, hacking for foul shots at the end. So I'm actually going to play the first half under 67 and a half. Um, Here's why. So when Marquette has the ball, these teams match up pretty evenly. The area that stands out on that side of the court to me is rebounding. Marquette is average among D1 teams in offensive rebounding, but one of the worst at converting second-chance points. They actually rank 345th in that area. Providence, on the other hand, cleans the defensive glass at an elite level, and they're even better at preventing second-chance points, 16th in the country. So that'll keep the score down. Both teams are aggressive in forcing turnovers, which can disrupt possessions there. They're both stingy in giving up fouls, and when they do reach the charity stripe, they're both average at shooting from there. That also kind of plays into the defensive pace of the game as well. Marquette's pace on offense, one of the fastest in the country, about 15 seconds per play. However, on defense, they are an entire four seconds slower, forcing opponents to really grind through the play clock at a rate of 19 seconds per play. We know Providence, the way it wins games is with defense, their defensive efficiency ranking in the top 25. So I'll take the first half under in this one. All right, so those are our college basketball marquee matchups. Let's go to the pro level now and bring in the rest of the crew. We're about a third of the way through the NBA season with about every team playing 25, 27 games. Hard to believe we're here so quickly, but it's time for a check-in, guys, on the NBA Futures market uh the top five teams with the shortest odds to win haven't changed from the preseason there's not any crazy odds movement here you can see on your screen it's celtics nuggets bucks suns 76ers the top five teams lakers jump the clippers uh for the six shortest odds there but mikey b your preseason pick was celtics plus 400 as they sit at 20 and 5 in the east how are you feeling about that bet anything you would change there Nothing I would change there. I still love the Celtics. I still like them to win it all here. They have the third best defensive rating in the league. They've been led by Drew Holiday and Derek White. Great guard play. They also have the sixth best offensive rating, so they're doing it on both ends of the floor. The key to the Celtics is going to be whether or not they win this championship is going to be, is Kristaps Porzingis healthy for the playoffs? He provides an added element that they haven't had in recent seasons. If he's healthy, he has a long injury history, but if he's healthy, I don't see anybody beating them. 
And Zach, your preseason bet was the Bucks at plus 400, third best record in the NBA, second in the East at 19 and 7. How are you feeling about this one? I'm staying with the Bucks, Grace, plus 450. Uh, you know, the Celtics, I've liked them so many times, but they just continue to fall short. And every time you have an ex player, in a big game, big series like the Celtics do with uh, Drew Holiday, they they usually fall up short too. So I think he'll they'll lose to the Bucks in the playoffs. Milwaukee, um, they've got so many veteran players, and uh, they've been together as a cohesive group with that bench: Bobby Portis, Pat Connington, you got Brooke Lopez. These players have been there for a long time. Chris Middleton won't have that restriction once the playoffs come. Damian Lillard. I just think they needed that offense in the postseason. They're going to get it. And it's just like when they acquired Drew Holiday, that got him over the hump. It's going to happen again. I like the Bucks plus 450. Yeah, a lot of depth, a lot of strength in the top tier of the Eastern Conference. The West, however, a little bit more uncertain and competitive. So, Proppy, let's go to you. Anyone you like out of the Western Conference? Well, I do ultimately like Denver. It's a chalky pick, obviously, but just with the way Nikola Jokic is playing, uh, it's hard to really back another team confidently. Uh, if we're looking for potential value plays out West, though, uh, at, at long odds, I like Sacramento a little bit. Uh, love what I've seen from De'Aaron Fox. He's a viable MVP candidate, in my opinion. They have experience. They battled last season. They won a series in the playoffs, which is huge as they're a younger team as well. Uh, if they could potentially add a piece, maybe a forward, a two-way, three-and-D type player uh, who can score a little bit at the trade deadline, I definitely think they would be a viable contender out West. Even if they don't, I think they're going to be a tough out if De'Aaron Fox is fully healthy. Uh, he is absolutely phenomenal. All right, so we're chalk at the top, but we love a long shot. Sacramento 40-1 to right now at BetMGM. Remember, it's always wise to like spread your money out among different teams in the futures market. Uh, remember, you can place any of those over at BetMGM. You can also celebrate the seven days of parlays. BetMGM is getting into the holiday spirit with seven days of parlays. BetMGM account holders will receive a token to use on select parlays and SGPs each day between today and Sunday. Here's how to get it. Just go to the seven days of parlays page and claim your daily reward and receive parlay boost tokens to use on select parlays and SGPs each day during the promotion. Our guy Griffin Carroll has got one for us today for the NHL slate. He's taking the Columbus Buffalo over five and a half for the full game total, a lightning team total of over two and a half. A Maple Leafs team total of over two and a half. And then the Oilers Islanders game total over five and a half for a nice little payout of plus 350. So go over to Bet MGM, celebrate the seven days of parlays with us. All right, let's get into our best bets now. And uh, Zach, you got an NBA spread bet for us. What you looking at? Yeah, Grace, I, I wanted to go with the Phoenix Suns minus seven. I'm surprised there hasn't been line movement yet on this against the Portland Trailblazers. And I think when you look at what's happened with Bradley Beal, it, it's definitely a little bit deflating for the Phoenix Suns so many times this year. They've been without him now for uh, multiple weeks again here. But I think they can use it as a motivational factor anytime you see a team suffer a key injury. Sometimes it serves as a spark. You're still a very talented team with KD and Book. And they've had time to build that bench. I know it's not the strongest bench, but when you get those extra minutes that they have gotten, that, that proves something. So I think that bench is going to continue to 
elevate their play. I look at this Portland Trailblazers, a young team. Their last game, they kind of got away with a home underdog cover as a five-and-a-half-point home underdog against Golden State Warriors. We're down nine, ten points at several and ones and just trimmed that deficit. We're able to get that back to a cover. But I look at this. Suns have already beat this Portland Trailblazers team by 13 points this year. And you have not one, but two motivational factors. Nurchich is returning to Portland, and the Suns get to face their former teammate in DeAndre Ayton. So give me the Suns minus seven. I will not be surprised for this to close minus eight. Always love the little motivation slash revenge factor when it's former teammates going against each other. Thank you, Zach. We'll have more best bets on the way, but first, a quick word from one of our partners. Love HQ. All right, we have reached our prop portion of the show. Uh, Mikey B, your best bets for today. All right, so first, we're going to go. We only got four games in the NBA tonight, Grace, so we don't have a lot Mm -hmm. of action. So we're going to do two player props from the same game. We're going to go to that Spurs Bucks game. First, we're going to take Keldon Johnson over 18 and a half points at minus 130. The big news here, Victor Wembanyama is out for the Spurs. He's got an ankle injury. That should leave more shot attempts for Johnson, who's already averaging 17 points a game this season. Over his last 15 games, he scored at least 19 points nine times already, helping his cause here. Both the Bucs and the Spurs rank inside the top five in the league in pace of play. I think we'll get a lot of points, and Johnson will go over that 18 and a half. And then we're going to take his teammate, Zach Collins, over three and a half assists. That's at plus 100. Now, he recently moved to the bench in the last five games in that role. He averaged just 18 minutes. The reason why he moved to the bench is because the Spurs moved Wembenyama to the starting center spot. He's out for this game, so I expect Collins to start again. As a starter of the season, Collins averaged 3.9 assists over 29 minutes per game. With the expectation we get plenty of points again here on both sides, we got plus 100 odds here. I can't resist Zach Collins over three and a half assists. Yeah, plus odds. You can never resist that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rappy, what you got for us today? Uh, I like that look from Mikey B as well. I believe the Lakers also surrender the most assists to opposing centers in the NBA. So great look, especially at the price there. I've got a prop. I'm going to fade Jonas Valanciunas under combined 28 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Big Val, he's been playing very well in the month of December, but I am going to sell high essentially here. He's a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, he's averaging close to 30 PRA this month, but I just think this is a really tough matchup coupled with an inflated line. First and foremost, this Memphis Grizzlies team, they're struggling. John ja Morant is returning to the court tonight, however, and even despite the struggles, they're very tough on opposing centers. That has a lot to do with having the reigning defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr., in their front court. Uh, so, yeah, historically, Big Val has really struggled against Memphis. In the last nine times he's faced them, he's stayed under this total, averaging only a combined 15.2 PRA in those nine games. He doesn't typically play a lot even versus Memphis, which I think is a byproduct of Memphis having the ability to go small. When they're able to use Jaron Jackson Jr. at center, that makes it really hard to have Big Val even on the court. He's a liability on both ends uh, when Jackson Jr. is playing at center. So he's also very prone to foul trouble as well. There's just so many different ways that Big Val can stay under this inflated line. So I'm going to fade the big man under 28 and a half points, rebounds, and assists tonight. 
Yeah, especially if everyone is healthy, Proppy, it's just a big number to hit. Not much usage left out there. All right. Thank you, sir. Let's take a look at the recap. Uh, even though it's a small slate today, we got a reason for you to watch three different NBA games here. Zach Simony is on the Suns minus seven. Mikey B has a couple of Spurs player with with a Wemby out, someone's got to pick up the slack. Keldon Johnson over 18 and a half points at minus 130. And then Zach Collins over three and a half at six at even money. And then Proppy backing Jonas Valanciunas, or I'm sorry, fading Jonas under 20 and a half PRA at minus 115 in the Grizzlies Pels game. And don't forget later on today, our NFL week 16 mega preview starts at four o'clock Eastern. The maestro Emery Hunt, RJ White and Katie Mox will be breaking down each game in this week's slate. You don't want to miss it over on the sports on YouTube channel. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of The Early Edge. We will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. For more picks, remember, you can always head over to sportsline.com or watch our cappers throughout the day over on CBS Sports HQ. For Mike Barner, Proppy, and Zach Simony, I'm Grace Remington. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you at the pay window.